I have always been intrigued by numbers. Numbers in my paycheck, numbers of my credit score, my girlfriend's numbers, her shoes number when I would check out some other numbers, and then the numbers the nearest hospital. Consequently, the number on my dollar bills. Ah, it went downhill pretty quickly and I do not like those numbers, but they are there. But today, I am not here to talk about my numbered visits to the hospital, but how nature too finds its ways into being one with numbers and mathematics. There are so many speculations and opinions when it comes to science and nature and how it correlates or does not. Science has the power to create something completely artificial which is exactly the opposite of nature. And yet nature finds ways to coexist in the most systematic and preferable way even if it seems too, and I quote, organized. How does nature do that? Does it know how science works? Or perhaps science and numbers are after all deductions of how nature works? All these doubts were addressed by a giant set of rock formations that is angled exactly at 120 degrees, just naturally. And we are talking about the Giant's Causeway in Ireland. Go get all your numbers and calculators ready because this episode is about to get all technical. And did someone mention boring? Can't wait to prove them wrong. Your host, Sony with an I, will be here to welcome you back in your own show, Traveling Tushy, where I am going to bring to you some of the most exciting, interesting, weird, and a few disturbing facts or stories you probably never heard or even thought of before from all over the world. Don't judge already, because you're going to regret later not sitting through a not-so-technical but also interesting episode about these mind-blasting rock formations. Be right back. Hey, y'all. I want to take some time and thank PMB Broadcasting for supporting the students here at WCUG Cougar Radio. The funding we received over the summer from PMB Broadcasting helped our student staff continue their work at the station, helped us prepare for an amazing year. So from all of us at WCUG, thank you for all of your continued support in mentoring us and providing opportunities for the students here. Do you know how bubbles are formed? Well, of course you do. I mean, I used to do it with my saliva. (gasps) No, 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 no. Don't be... Ugh, you. We all know you did it too. I especially loved cracking him after it formed. Would make a... Sound. And my friend just threw up the whole lunch on my carpet floor and there is that $10 burrito which she did not share. Ha ha! Sorry. But, so much about bubbles leading to what? Have you ever tried to add more bubbles to a cluster of already formed bubbles? 
If you have, I'm quite sure that most of you failed to notice that those clusters of bubbles, even though they are always circular in shape, forms a hexagon at their center angled exactly at 120 degrees. Now, how did that happen? Circles coming together to form a hexagon? In actuality, they rearrange themselves so that there are never more than three films in contact along a line or four films in contact at any one point. This creates multiple 120 degree angles in the shape of a Y... Why? 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 A network that creates a pattern of hexagons. Now, is that too techy or is that too cool? Nature makes these angles without the use of geometry tools and you struggled with making a simple 90 degree angle. Why are you smirking at me like that? I don't appreciate it. I am going to be cleaning that burrito up with your polo. Get ready for a strip poker later. Only there won't be any poking, but stripping. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean it that way. Anyway. Uh. But why a hexagon? Why not any other shape? These questions will be answered in the second part of my show where I will tell you how the science about bubbles relates to the rock formations of Giant's Causeway and what is the science behind that. Also, there is a very famous and interesting folklore surrounding this as well. So, stay tuned and clean up your vomit before I get back. You're listening to WCUG Cougar Radio. By the students, for the students. WCUG is a student-led and student-run station that serves the Columbus community and beyond. These programs and projects help the student volunteers and staff be prepared for a career in content creation, marketing, media management, and more. We are happy you take the time to listen to 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. Thanks. Welcome back, science lovers. How you doing? I think this kind of suits me in a very goofy way, perhaps, but who cares? So, before that short break, I told you guys there are going to be explanations about why the bubbles are always formed hexagonally and how it relates to the giant's causeway and what is the folklore behind it. I have come back with a red sack full of answers to throw it right down your chimney. Ho, ho, ho! That did not sound like at all how I played it in my mind. Anyway. When one bubble meets with another, the resulting union is always one of total sharing and compromise. Something the humans might learn. Since bubbles always try to minimize surface area, two bubbles will merge to share a common wall. If the bubbles are the same size as the bubbles to the left, this wall will be flat. If the bubbles are different sized, the smaller bubble will always have a higher internal pressure which will bulge into the larger bubble. So 
Regardless of their sizes, the bubbles will always meet at a 120 degree angle. This is like the most convenient way for them to survive without bursting and in a more technical term, the most optimized solution. The same theory surrounds the Giant's Causeway. The Giant's Causeway consists of 40,000 basalt hexagonal columns, pretty much all systematically uniform in their shape. What caused this is actually not so unique to this windy coast of Northern Ireland. It is a common feature when a hot mafic basalt or dolerite volcanic rock cools and contracts into hexagonal columns. The rapidly cooling lava cools from the outside towards the center, which causes contractions and differences in the way it cools leads to the formation of hexagonal prismatic column shapes. The initial simulated lava cools and cracks at right angles, which is 90 degree initially, then, as it cools, it rearranges change to 120 degree angles, thus forming the angles of the hexagons. It cools and takes the shape of the hexagon and then the lava around also cools and tends to form around more hexagonal shapes. Nature always finds an optimum way to survive for itself, like man. Or is it the other way around? But enough of science, I say. When are we getting to the fantastic folklore? Yeah. Right about now. As legend has it, Northern Ireland was once home to a giant named Finn McCool, also called Finn MacCumhill. When another giant, Benandonor, across the Irish Sea in Scotland, threatened Ireland, Finn retaliated by tearing up great chunks of the Antrim coastline and hurling them into the sea. The newly created path, the Giant's Causeway of course, paved a route over the sea for Finn to reach Benandonor. However, this turns out to be a bad idea as Benandonor is a massive giant, much bigger than Finn, oh yeah. In order to save himself, Finn retreats to Ireland and is disguised as a baby by his quick-thinking wife. Mm-hmm. Lady Macbeth, perhaps. When Benandonor arrives, he sees Finn disguised as a baby and realizes that if a mere baby is that big, the father must be far larger than Benandonor himself. Following this realization, Benandonor rushes back to Scotland, tearing away as much as of the causeway as he can in his haste to put as much distance between Ireland and himself as possible. And thus, the myth of the giant's causeway was born. Interesting much? So what did I tell you guys, huh? Do I hear snores? No. You guys gotta learn to trust me a little more. I never disappoint.
which is why i am already getting chills thinking about the episode i would bring to you guys next week where i am going to talk about a very remote village that has a very weird and to be honest a little unconventional ceremony to resurrect the dead i mean literally taking their body out of their coffin or something like no yeah yeah i know i know gave me the chills too in the beginning but trust me i found it literally cool and i have a feeling so would you guys but that excitement needs to be contained for another week and all those curious george out there put your nerdy glasses on revive that geometry box from the world of cobwebs and head right out to giant's causeway to measure it out yourself and let me know when your brains go boom Traveling to She is produced with the cooperation of the student staff of WCUG Radio and the CSU Department of Communication. Thank you to Department Chair Dr. Dana Gibson and WCUG Faculty Advisor Dr. Bruce Getz. Engineer for this episode was Joe Irikawa. You can listen to our show and more online by searching for our call letters WCUG. I am your host Sony with an I and you guys have been listening to Traveling Tushy reminding after every episode so you don't forget me that easy <laughs> <laughs>